welcome to The Billion Effect, the podcast that will help entrepreneurs, business leaders, people who want to make an extraordinary difference this decade, leverage exponential technologies to create massive impact, massive influence, and definitely massive wealth. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If today is your first time or if this is your first episode, you know, I'm, I'm blowing some kind of very super duper trumpet for you. Um, if you are a recurring listener, come on, I do this for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. I know you can't see me with my two hands together. <laughs> All right. So um, today I want to share something that is um, pretty interesting. If you have been to any of my events or training or taking any of my master classes, you may have heard me share this. If you have been, say, if you have engaged with me, say, in the past one year, you may have heard me and talk about this framework. And this framework is basically the framework that I apply to my clients and teach my um, student participants at my programs to get sales. Now, why are we talking about sales today? Why is it important? You see, there are so many businesses, so many startups, so many companies that uh, they have the idea, right? They have the idea of this is going to be revolutionary. This is going to change the world. You know how he says this is going to be the game changer <laughs> and all of that good stuff. Uh, they have the idea and somehow, sometimes they have the technology, but they don't make sales. You know, they are not able to actually break a profit in a decent amount of time or they launch this thing. They create this powerful company or product or technology or app or whatever. And people simply don't pay for it, right? They are not able to get the traction necessary to get the revenue rolling in consistently to keep the company or the business or the product afloat. So that is why I'm sharing this framework, this methodology with you in this episode. I want to be able to give you some interesting perspective. I want you to be able to think about it differently. And I want to be able to make sure that at the end of this series, because it's going to be at least four episodes I'm going to take to cover this. Of course, I'm not going to go extraordinarily in-depth, but it's going to get you started. Um, you can pick up the research from there. Um, you can do more studies from there. But at the end of this series, I want you to be able to take away or walk away with something concrete that you can apply to whatever you are doing in terms of business and increasing revenue, increasing sales. Now, you don't have to actually wait until you start a technology-powered business or a technology-driven product. You can apply it into your business today. Remember, the goal is not necessary to create technology. Nope. The goal is to leverage technology to create wealth, to create impact, to gain influence, right? That is the goal, to leverage it. So the goal is not technology itself, but the impact, the influence, the wealth that is available for us this decade and beyond. So that is why you should pay attention to this. So several businesses, several companies, they go 10 years and heck, they are not even profitable yet, right? Some go more than that and uh, before they even become profitable. Some go many years, 10 years and they are not profitable and they just, you know, 
um, fizzle out, they declare bankruptcy or whatever it is that they do, but they are out of the game. Or they get sold for some kind of you know crazy, ridiculously cheap amount of money. But um, what I'm going to share with you is going to give you an advantage. It is something that you should keep in mind. It is very simple. It is called the sweet spot alchemy. The sweet spot alchemy. Now, uh, I have a graphics for it. I have a design for it. I'm holding it in my hands right now, but it's because it's a podcast, you can't see me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, maybe if you engage me one of um, on a closer access thing, then you can get access to it. But it's called the Sweet Spot Alchemy. It's a framework, a methodology for you know getting a lot of sales in your marketplace. All right. So why is this important? This is important because if you are going to create something that is sustainable in the long term. You've got to be bringing in money, right? You've got to be bringing in money. Now, when people actually think of technology or tech startups or tech companies or tech products, the kind of thoughts, the kind of companies that come to mind are the big companies that readily Facebook, right? Instagram, LinkedIn, and all of that. And also, when these kind of companies come to mind, a, a byproduct or the operational model of those companies also come to mind as the de facto business model to take, which is not necessarily accurate. So many people that are trying to build a marketplace or uh, a, a, an app or tech-driven whatever that is essentially free. And there's nothing bad with that. So, But the idea is that this thing is going to be free and then we are going to sell advertising. Case in point, Facebook. Another example, Instagram, right? Twitter, right? YouTube, right? So we are going to get all of these people to this app for free and they're going to register and they're going to be like 1 billion and they're going to get people who are going to advertise. And that's good. And that's a good business model. That's a proven business model. But that is not the only business model. In fact, some companies are beginning to have hybrid models in their companies. For example, LinkedIn. Now, while LinkedIn is generally free and you can um, advertise, pay money to advertise, they generate money from advertising, they also have a supporting business model where they have tiers of pricing, right? Where they have premiums. So the freemium is available to everybody, but they have premiums, which are different levels, right? Based on the kind of value that you want to get. So that's there. Um, YouTube as well are now also offering premium services that you pay a certain amount of money and you have access to some kind of exclusive content. Great content, by the way, I've seen some of them, right? And you have access to some exclusive content. Uh, so that is mixing up a business model. But there are some business models that are not free. For example, Netflix. Netflix is a low cost, right? Low cost um, fee, flat fee per month, you know, going on flat fee, right? Yes, they use the free model um, in the advertising, a free full 30 days, but that's just to get people into the buying stream, right? That is not their, it's not their, it's not essentially their business model. That's their marketing strategy. 
right? Let's get people the first 30 days to enjoy the full blown whatever. And then we are going to, you know, start taking money from them. And it's working so far. I'm making a ton of money, a pocket load, a truckload of money, right? So why I'm saying this is that many times when people think of creating their, their products and platforms, they generally think of let's just create something that is going to be fun and it's going to be free and then we're going to figure out how to make this money well that that's good and that is that can have some cracks so here's what i suggest that you actually figure out how do we make money from the get-go right how do we make money from the get-go how do we put something so incredible something so magnificent so so tantalizing, but we have to be able to monetize it well and properly. So the sweet spot alchemy is going to give you the framework to be able to make it happen. So right now on this episode, I'm going to give you the framework, like the, like the entire framework of this, uh, of this methodology. And I am going to break them down in subsequent episodes, right? So the sweet spot alchemy comprises of three key components. Now, these are the three key components that you must have. Not that you should have, not that you may have, not that it will be nice to have, but you must have if you are going to get a truck load of buyers. These three components are non-negotiable. If you lack one, you are going to pay the price for it. One of the reasons a lot of companies that have great ideas, great products, right? Do not actually end up making a lot of money or getting a lot of buyers, you know, to vote with their credit cards or with their wallets is because they have either one of these three components, two of these three components, or maybe two and a half. Or maybe they have the three of them, but they are not well um, properly optimized. So what are these three components? Number one is attention attention without attention you are gone disappeared eliminated you know you are i don't know how to put it again (laughs) without attention you have nothing and i'm going to come back to this right so that's the first component you've got to have attention if you do not have attention in the market list you do not have a shot you do not have a fighting chance your product could be kick-ass. Your product could be legendary. It could be epic. If you do not figure out how do I get attention for this stuff that I am bringing to the marketplace, you are out of the game already. Right? Attention is critical. Attention is very critical. That's number one. Number two is you need trust. It is important that your market trust you now when i say trust it's on so many different levels because virtually anything you are bringing to the marketplace your market have seen 10 20 100 alternatives right so the question is how do i bring what i am bringing to the marketplace that establishes a special connection with a select group of people that demonstrates credibility that we can deliver on whatever we have promised them, right? That builds that level of trust. Something that positions us correctly. As this is why I should be spending my time here. This is why I should be spending my money, my energy here, as opposed to the other hundred 
thousand alternatives out there, right? So that's trust. And the very simple things, right? So number three is gaps. The act of bridging gaps, right? So number one is attention. Number two is trust. Number three is gaps. Now let me just break it down a little bit for you. Now, why is attention important? You see, um, there's one of my favorite um, um, ideas of attention, and it's, it's by Grant Cardone. Now, you may like Grant Cardone, you may not like him. You may be say, you may say he's he's too intensive, he's so aggressive. <laughs> well, he's getting some results. That's all I can say. He's getting some results. Maybe not with the approach or um, method that you would have approved of, but he's getting some results. So here's what he said: Money and power follows attention. Money and power follows attention, which is very, very true, by the way. Money and power follows attention. Several people have been able to monetize attention. They've been able to monetize a lot of things without extraordinary talent, no real expertise, no real uh, products and services that is owned by them. But because they have attention, endorsements, um, joint venture partners, affiliates, promotions, because they have attention, right? And many, many social media influencers, uh, not just social media, like, like actual real celebrities, you know, uh, many of them are able to make obscene amounts of money because they have a large following, right? Some people are able to make obscene amounts of money because they have a large following and they have no true expertise. But they have attention of the market and equally as important, they have the trust of the market. The market is willing to spend an enormous brain dead amount of time on just social media handles, right? So, for example, you saw when, um, I hope you saw it, when Elon Musk uh, did a launch um, a few months back and got some kind of crazy amount of money coming in. I mean, before now, some one, two decades ago, you'd have to do some kind of crazy advertising. You'd have to pull some kind of crazy marketing campaign for you to get such amounts of people, millions of people to, to watch your launch and not just that, to, to send in all of that money and put all of those deposits down. That is, that is some kind of craziness. So, but that's attention, right? When you have attention and you have trust. So let me break it down for you. If you have attention and you have trust, you have something called authority. If you have attention and you have trust, you have authority. One of my best explanations of authority is, let's say you go to a doctor, right? You say, doc, I don't know what's going on, but my head is pounding. My stomach is pop locking. I can't sleep well at night. You gotta help me, doc. <laughs> you gotta help me. And the doctor says, okay, um, have you been having um, loss of appetite? You say, exactly, I've been having loss of appetite. He said, um, have you been having, are your eyes moving in opposite direction? I say, yes, doc, my eyes have been moving in opposite direction. And says, have your left hand been vibrating? Say, exactly, doc, my left hand has been vibrating. He said, have your left leg been doing the funky dance? <laughs> and the doctor asks you all of these questions. And it reveals all the symptoms that you have experienced that you did not initially tell the doctor. What happens? 
immediately you think to yourself, this guy knows what he's doing. And more importantly, this guy understands me. This guy understands what is going on with me. And in fact, whatever the doctor prescribes for you at the time, you believe it. Why? Because the doctor has come to the point of authority. If the doctor says, what you are going through is a cycle, whatever causes any kind of big grammar that you don't even know whether it exists, what do you do? You believe it. There's a high chance that you believe it. You may want a second opinion, but there's a high chance that if the doctor explains all of the symptoms you are experiencing without you first voicing out to the doctor first, you believe the doctor, right? This is authority. And when the doctor has this authority in your mind and the doctor says, Listen, you need to get on the stretcher. What do you do? <laughs> you get on the stretcher. That is authority. And any company, any business today, any brand today, you want to have influence in the market, you need authority. So when you have attention and you've got trust of the market, what you have is authority. But when you have attention, and you have trust, but you are not able to bridge the gap. You have lost opportunities. Now, like I said, I have a diagram here. I'm looking at it. I wish you can look at it and you would understand it perfectly. Or maybe I'll, I'll, I'll look for it, put it in the link so that you can check it out somewhere. So, um, attention, trust, authority, attention, trust without the gap, you have lost opportunities. Now, uh, before I actually break all of this down, let me give you an insight into trust into gap. Now, for example, for you to actually develop trust, it's on different levels. And I'm going to break it down well and properly in a in another episode. But there are different levels of trust. For example, there are positional trust. Now, this is trust that you have when you are able to develop some or demonstrate rather some kind of positioning so it means that uh facebook have come and facebook is now the social media site i mean facebook is social media you don't need to pin anything on it right so instagram come and instagram focuses on pictures and it's like a gallery right and then linkedin comes but linkedin does not go the same route as facebook linkedin now takes the positioning of a more serious social platform takes the position of a more serious social platform for business people, for jobs. That is positioning. It creates some kind of trust that if you are talking about, hey, I want to start selling B2B. I want to start talking to people who are more serious, people who are more business inclined. For the sheer fact of the positioning they have taken in the marketplace, LinkedIn always gets the first recommendation. Right. And so many studies have shown that, you know, people get more B2B leads from LinkedIn than any other social platform. Right. So that is positional trust. There is performance trust. First is positional trust. Next is performance trust. This is actually doing what you said you are going to do. So if you say our product is going to deliver X results, does your product deliver the results? When someone is consistent over a period of time with their word, it creates trust. So when you say, I'm going to do this, and you do it, 
it creates a level of trust. And then you say again, I'm going to do this. And you do what you said you are going to do. It creates another level of trust. And you keep on saying what you are going to do and you keep doing it. It creates trust because it generates consistency, right? So that's a different level of trust. So there's also personal trust. And that is trust whereby you connect with whoever is frontlining what you are engaging with. So whether that means uh, Facebook, right? I don't, just, I don't want to use Facebook. Facebook is just such a behemoth. I don't want to start with Facebook. Um, I prefer to use some kind of individual brand. So Kylie Jenner, for example. Now, some people connect with her on some kind of level, right? She has a product, you know, in the beauty space. She has leveraged on technology, social media, technology, mobile computing, and her Facebook and her Instagram are our main sources of advertising and reaching our audience. So, but the personal trust is the one where you connect with somebody, just like Elon Musk with the Tesla, right? So that's trust. That's some level of trust. And then the gap is majorly, listen, how are we going to bridge what these people are experiencing? Because the gap is, all, all of commerce is predicated on a gap. So you may have heard me say that all of commerce is predicated on a gap. You do whatever you are going to do or you do whatever you are currently doing or you have done in the past because of there is a gap in your life. There is a gap in your life, on your business, on your relationship, on your enjoyment, on your spirituality, on your faith, on your fun, on your family, on your relationships. We move because there are gaps. No gaps, no movement, no action, no money, nothing, nada, zilch, right? So the gap is how are we going to create value in a way that these people are going to be willing to pay for it? Now, some businesses know how to create value that are free. And a lot of people come and take advantage of the free thing. Very few people actually know how to create value that people are willing to pay for. If you are developing a product, right, you want to reach a billion people, great. Do you know how to develop the version that people are willing to pay for or are going to be willing to pay for? So the gap essentially talks about, one, what are the kind of offers that we are going to make to them, right? Who are the people that will pay for this? What offers are we going to make to them to get them to open their cards, open their wallets, right? And send us money, right? To send us money, <laughs> So, that's one. Another thing when we talk about the gap is what are the technology that we are going to use to deliver this solution, right? Because many people, when they think about the product, they think about the physical thing. They think about the delivery methods. But the, the method itself is not the product. The product is the solution that they are getting, the outcome that they are getting. So, it is now... How are we going to package it, right? How are we going to deliver it? What is the technology that is going to back it up, right? So the technology, the the deliverables, the, the offers, all of this fall under the gap. So if you have an audience and you do not have anything to sell to them that they are willing to pay for, you are not going to make money. That's it. If you have an audience, you don't have anything to sell to them, you're not going to make money. Right. So the question is now is how do you put all of these things together? So if you have attention, 
you have trust, you have authority. Now, it's important that you have trust because if you have attention without trust, anyone can actually get attention by going crazy, right? So on some episodes ago, um, previous episodes, I talked about a Russian model that ran into the pitch of um, the UEFA Champions League final. She got attention, right? Um, and sent a lot of people to her website because it was written on the clothes that she wore. On the swimsuit, actually, not the clothes, on the swimsuit that she wore. Um, anybody can get attention. But the question is, do you get the trust? So, for example, if you want to get attention, you can go out you know, to a public place, pour gasoline on yourself, set yourself on fire. Before people will save you, they will first bring out their phone and they will record you and you will be popular. You will be everywhere on YouTube, on Facebook, on WhatsApp statuses of people, on the news. You'll be everywhere. You'll get attention. You'll be popular, right? Like we say it in Nigeria, you will blow, right? You will blow. You'll be very famous. The question is, does it get you the trust of the people that you want to do business with or that you want them to do business with you? So that is why trust is important. When you get attention and you get trust, you have authority, right? But if you have attention and trust and you don't have any gaps to fill or you're not able to bridge the gaps well, you have lost opportunities. An example is... There are tons of people on social media. They have tons of following. Thousands or hundreds of thousands of millions of followers. But they are not really making money. And that is because they don't have the products, the services. They don't have the offers that give them the leverage to bridge the gap. Right? To give them the leverage of bridging the gaps that their market is experiencing. So, it's important. So if you have attention and you have trust, you have authority. However, if you have trust and you can bridge the gap, you have solutions. Meaning, listen, I have this stuff. I have this product. It is great. It works. It creates value in the lives of people. It helps people move from point X to point Y. It works, right? I even have some testimonials of people who have used it, of people who have tried it, right? People are raving that this thing works. However... Only about a hundred people know about it, right? And I need like one million people to know about it. You though you would have solutions, credible solutions for the market if you have trust and gap. If you don't have attention, you have limited opportunities, right? So if you have trust, you have trust, and you know how to fill the gap, you know how to bridge the gap, you are going to have limited opportunities without attention. All right. Also, in the same vein, if you have attention and you have a way to bridge the gaps, you are going to have a lot of opportunities because you have a large number of people to talk to and you have something that they actually need. But if they don't believe that what you are offering them is going to work for them, if you don't believe it is worth their time, if you don't believe it is worth their money, you are going to have limited sales. Now, some people may take you up on your offer because wait you have something that they want and you're talking to them i mean some people are gamblers all of us are gamblers in some ways but some people are extreme gamblers you're going to have limited sales so the key here is to have the right combination of attention trust and gap when you have your market's attention when you have their trust and when you're able to bridge the gaps in their lives you are in the sweet spot. The goal is to get into your market's sweet spot. 
the spot where you have the proper amount of attention, you have the proper amount of trust, and you have the ways to bridge the gaps in their lives or in their business or in their experiences. That is the sweet spot. So, attention plus trust gives you authority, right? But without filling the gap, you have lost opportunities. Trust plus gaps gives you solutions. But without attention, you have limited opportunities. Attention plus gap creates opportunities for you. But without trust, those opportunities are limited, which leads to limited sales. Now, this is an introduction. In the next episodes, I am going to break them down individually. I'm going to take attention and break it down. I'm going to take trust and break it down. I'm going to take the gap and break it down. So you want to watch out for the next um, episodes. You don't want to miss the next episodes. So this is the sweet spot alchemy. You may want to go back and listen to this episode again because I said quite a couple of things. And since you don't have any visuals to take a look at it, for you to be able to maximize what you are hearing, please re-listen to this episode. You are going to find it very valuable. So thank you very much for taking out this time, for jumping in, for doing this episode with me. I appreciate you. Thank you. This is Zubio Peter saying, you can make a billion impact. You can reach a billion people. Together, we can make a billion dollars. Have a wonderful time. Mm -hmm.